Hey everybody, uh, it's Caleb here. I just wanted to let you know that my audio is fucked up for the first two minutes of this recording, and uh, it gets fixed almost right away, so don't worry, it's not going to be the whole episode. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Alright guys, welcome to 3MFA's podcast. We are here talking about the movie Dune, the original movie Dune with the new one coming out. I'm Brandon McPherson. I'm here with Caleb John Cushing and Joshua Sturr. How are you boys doing today? Good. What's up? Hello, hello. The spikes <laughs> must flow. It's it's so funny when we get onto the, the microphone. It's so good. We like so good. chill. <laughs> All right. Now I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um... By the time this episode comes out, the show will already have happened. But as of recording, it's opening night tonight. Yes. What uh, What time do you guys go up? Seven. seven? Yeah, seven. I'm excited. Nice. Seven EST. I got my ice cream pints ready to go. What flavor? <laughs> I don't know. Some chocolate cookie dough somewhere. Some Jerry's. I think so. Good. That's yeah. Good. That was the right answer. As I watch, as I watch the Scottish play, I will be gouging myself with ice cream. Oh, just say it, you pussy! It's Macbeth. Just say it. I don't. I. I've never like. I mean, we can cut that out or whatever. But I'm just saying. No. I've never, what? Like, what is the superstition? No. There's. A, I've never like. Why well, would cut that out? We're not cutting that out. I was great. <laughs> I would never. I've never like. You know when you uh. You guys did theater in like high school or whatever. Yeah. I'm assuming. Like I never. I did not. Uh, okay. Well, when you do theater in high school, you get all these like weird like superstition things, and one of them is like you're not supposed to say Macbeth. Like, especially in a theater. I think it's, yeah, I think it's in the theater. You're not uh, supposed to say it. But people get weird about it anywhere. They'll be like the Scottish play or Mackers or whatever. And it's like, yeah. are, are you a child? Like, because it's one of the, like, when, when we had like classics class and Chris Clavelli wouldn't say it. And I'm like, you're an adult. You're, you're, you're an adult. You're an MFA program. Like, what are you doing? And it's just so weird. Oh, like, uh, wait, guys, hold on. I'm sorry. I have to change the setting. Sorry. So you didn't hear any of that? It's going to be really soft. That's we'll figure it out later. When it comes. I'm not going I'm not starting that whole thing again. But anyway. Okay, we we don't have to. I'm so I'm so sorry cuz that's going to be that's going to be no hard worries. to edit. Um cuz I had the the red one for the single. Yeah, yeah. Now it's on the Is it on the Infinity side? Yeah. Okay. Great. Perfect. So, no, so you got you have opening night tonight. Yeah. Opening night for Macbeth uh tonight. How has the uh, rehearsal process been, you know, uh, on Twitch and uh, all through right. that? I so, mean, it's got to um, be interesting. We don't rehearse on Twitch. We rehearse on Zoom, which okay, has, but you know what I mean. has been a fucking nightmare. Like, I'm not even going to pretend that it's been easy to do. Definitely. Um, but it's the only, like, I mean, what's... Yeah, what's there's no choice. You have no choice. Uh but what it has allowed us to do is we've been able to work with people that we otherwise wouldn't have been able to like people that aren't in the city. Like there's people from all over right. the country uh, in this production. And that's been super interesting and cool uh, mm-hmm. to be able to assemble a cast that like otherwise we would not have been able to. Oh, uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Where's Muldowney? Is she not in New York? She's in, uh, I saw our friend, uh, another person we went to high school with is in the show and she's in college. Uh, grad school. 
grad school. Did I say high school? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I so, wish I went to high school with Katie. She would have been a fucking <gasps> would have been, been Oh, weird. my God. It would have been weird if I went to my all-boys high school with Katie. That would have been interesting. But, me, uh, me I mean, too. she could pull it off. <laughs> but, um, no, sorry. I, I didn't mean grad school. But, she, yeah, she lives in um, <laughs> Carolina, in Charlotte uh, now. Um, what? Yeah. Sorry, I, uh, she, I gotta... I gotta be a better friend, man. I gotta reach out and talk to people. Love you, Katie. Love you, Katie. I doubt she's listening to this, but yeah, love you, Louie. Um, but and then so there's people in Texas, there's people in California, so it's been great. Uh, but then like scheduling through different time zones is kind of a nightmare. <laughs> and yeah. so it, there's just lots of those things, and then people have shitty internets, and then people forget to unmute themselves and turn on their cameras, and it's it's just like a whole like so much bullshit that you wouldn't have to deal with. But also, you can have your script up and no one can tell. So it's <laughs> so it's like there's like pros and cons. And, and I think uh, I genuinely not just because I'm involved, but I do think that it's doing different things than like I've seen some Zoom shit and it's real bad, like the majority of it. But this is like because it's being broadcast on Twitch mm-hmm. and uh, Elon, the director, um, who we also went to grad school with, not high school, grad school. Uh <laughs> is using this software like OBS and he can do all of these like special effects and place Ooh. people where he wants to place them. It's really cool. And I, I highly recommend, I mean, of course now, but what's cool about Twitch also is they save broadcast so you can go and watch the playbacks. Right. You don't have to catch it live. So yeah, go check it out. I'm sure it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, what's um, uh, going to be really interesting about that is I wonder how that'll work out coming out of the pandemic for um demo style stuff because obviously there's a lot of zoom recordings and twitch recordings and that type of thing that we've just never seen before because it hasn't been necessary but Mm -hmm. like like this right that'll be a high quality recording of a full play of Macbeth. is it not appropriate to take a scene from that like Mm-hmm. I, why wouldn't you you know obviously it's like a different thing but it seems like the chains have been moved that that would be a, a definite option now which is a, such a benefit you know yeah it, it's definitely like in between a play and a movie like it, right, it's, yeah. it's its own thing it's neither of those things and i think that's what makes mm-hmm. it cool like i think it's cool yeah um yeah, yeah i think yeah. i think it'll i think it'll depend because for me you know the the like the, the home camera like you need to until everybody has like a super almost like a red style camera on their computers to kind of get that super mm-hmm. high definition 4K. And I'm not saying that the, those cameras aren't out there in the webcams or whatever, but I'm just saying and uh, depending like when you say like taking a scene out of something like are you if you're meaning more of a real type of situation, I wouldn't necessarily because you don't know how that'll translate. You know how I fuck up yeah, by converting yeah, yeah. files and sharing them and figuring it all out. You kind of lose the quality, and especially with something, um, with the effects that Elon did for Midsummer Night's Dream, which I mm-hmm. watched, were fantastic in the sense of spicing up what you're used right. to seeing, like on Bravo with Andy Cohen. You know, with he's just interviewing like <laughs> the Real Housewives. You know, it really like like the the fairies were smaller boxes than King Oberon and Titania. You know what I mean? Like, so there's it's a cool thing. So I'm really excited right. to watch tonight. Yeah, it's but, very cool. Um, it's definitely this technology is weird like if you know like we'll see i i would love to i look forward to you know watching it and yeah, it's doing cool. it myself at some point yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna be very interesting 
Very interesting. Um, the world is changing. The world is changing. I am. Yeah. I just. Sorry, guys. War I have to. Changes. I'm okay because I want to. I want to fill you guys in how I'm feeling. Oh, okay. Um, so they started construction Uh-oh. on the fire escape right outside my fucking window, <laughs> and I have on the, the door. Fire escape? Sc- not the fire escape, but like the the wall, the building, right like three feet away <laughs> guys, from the fire escape. Guys, we gotta escape. fix this fire escape. It's. And- <laughs> <laughs> This is a guy by whole, your window. We need a whole construction crew to come get this. Like, screw, tighten these screws. I'm sorry, Josh. Go on. No, it's, no. I wish it was that funny. But waking up at eight o'clock to like the grinding. And oh, it's, I know. And it's uh, only because when I lived with Juanita and Marlin on One Thirty Water Street, it was the exact mm. same type of construction that was happening like the last three months of when I lived there. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah, they were tearing that whole place up. And last year when I was here, it was across the little courtyard <laughs> to the other side of the building and i'm just sitting here going when i move in the summer there has to be no construction or plan <laughs> construction or remodeling or anything outside to the new surface. york city baby i was gonna say you gotta I know. get out of new york i, then, I just but. i feel like i've just for four years now i've had really bad luck with just really annoying midday and i think that's just me because i don't have an actual like nine to five job where i actually get up and i'm out of the house mm-hmm. that i'm I have to do shit wow. during the day in my apartment, um, but I have the window closed and everything like that, so we're good for the podcast and the recordings. I just feel, yeah, yeah. I just, it just really rubs me the wrong way. It's annoying because you know? it only yeah, no, ever totally. starts when you need to either take a nap or record a self tape. That's the only time they yeah. do construction in New York. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, you know, I've other it's than bad. that, I've, I'm actually having a really good week. So, just nice, waking up man. this morning, I was like, what is this gonna, like, how long is this gonna fucking take now? Mm. <laughs> dude that's something i'm glad to hear that though man it's uh it's it's good to see people starting to have better and better weeks and like i'm feeling it too you know and starting to pick up momentum in positive ways because i think all of us were just in a fucking rut of pandemic doom now i'm not saying i'm not still stressed because i'm still broke and i'm still waiting for that (laughs) well sure i mean we're all broke but (laughs) i'm saying like you know i talked to our friend juliet and we talked about just Kind of where people are at creative wise and where she's at and where, you know, I, I kind of expressed my feelings as like a director, creator, actor, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and bouncing off of her now that she's back in New York, it was kind of nice to it kind of like settled me down a little bit. So I was really appreciative of, you know, that conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. and, you know, I it's figuring out like changing that narrative in your head, you know. It's, it's the, you know, everyone's doing their own thing. So don't be so mad that if somebody doesn't reach back out or something or other like you know just do your own thing and everything will work out so yeah actually can i you know what if we're, if we're doing all, all this there is something i want to say because I've, I've had a kind of interesting week like that as well yeah and i've like the last couple of weeks i've been thinking about a lot of things with acting we all talked about this a little bit with the so for the audience uh with the uh, i'm in toronto so the uh pandemic for the last couple months has been a little lighter so i have been working at a bar which has been fantastic i love the bar i love the people there i've been working as a busser it's it's tons of fun but I'm working six days a week so that takes off a lot of time for for acting and all that um and i've had a lot of issues with figuring out what to do next and and being okay with people being mad or upset at me because i'm doing what i i, I need to do because I, I you know i have a lot of issues with uh, wanting to make people happy and so i've had a lot of issues with you know, trying to take time off for auditions or for work or whatever. And it just kind of got to a breaking point where, uh, you know, I had to make a choice and 
my point for all of this is if you're an actor out there, it's, it's nobody wants you to do what you want to do. And that's to act. Um, and you just got to make tough decisions and do what you got to do. And, and people are going to be fucking pissed and you're going to get fired and it just is what it is. So just do what you got to fucking do. Yeah. Nobody who runs like, like a business business in the traditional sense will understand what actors and people need to do to, to follow their dreams. You know, it's the whole thing of I'm broke, but I'm still busting my ass and saving a little bit of money. Cause I still have to raise X amount of money for headshots and people understand like, mm-hmm. well, why do you spend so much money on headshots? And it's like, well, because you invest that money into headshots that hopefully will, you know, get you that job to help pay for them. Essentially. Like once you get going, you know, headshots mm-hmm. pay for themselves. Essentially you get that big job. You already, you always have like 1500, a $1, saved away just for a year, like in case you need to get headshots. But you know, it's the voice lessons, the dance classes, it's the, the workshops, it's the, it's the taking a weekend to do something unpaid just so that you can have somebody see a script of yours or a a project of yours. And it's, it's this time commitment that those that own bars, own businesses, you know, that you try and do these temp agents, you know, work for in the meantime, very seldom do they actually understand you know, where you're, yeah, and, what you're and, doing. And I do want to say, I mean, I, I've, I've been very fortunate where, you know, that where I work, they, uh, even in conversation I very recently, they, they were very upfront and they, they did un- understand. And it became, just a very upfront, like business conversation of like, okay, well, if you have to leave for this much amount of time, I have to hire somebody new. And I was like, that's totally fair. So it's, it's interesting in, in, uh, with also what we do kind of being able to, you know, get to the actual point of of a conversation and be like, look, this is, this is, you know, where we're at. What can we, what can we do? You know, yeah. how can I, how can I help? But it's also, you know, just, I guess the, the, the point I want to make is, you know, obviously as actors, we're, we're highly empathetic, uh, and, uh, you know, sensitive. And so it, it's tough sometimes to, to be like, no, or I, I'm not doing that, or I have to do this or to whatever, but it's important to keep it in your mind that if that's what you want to do and those are your dreams and those are your goals, you got to face it. Um, and that reminds me of a quote. A quote that says, I'm lost to everyone if I don't become who I'm meant to be. From the movie Dune. I guess Paul Blart said that, right? Oh, yeah, the mall yes, cop. Paul Blart's <laughs> King of Dune. <laughs> yeah, that's Paul Blart. Real quick, before we get into the movie we watched this week, can you, uh, did you guys see the trailers for God of War Ragnarok? trailer uh no, well, i guess I it wasn't really trailer, but like yeah. there's a there's a new harry potter thing coming out that i'm excited for yeah that's great yeah. how tone deaf do you have to be to release a fucking harry potter game right now with i know it's tab i know it's taboo but but like, it's just like I, funny it's it like because she, she's in the news again because that book she wrote did you guys hear about this no yes, can we talk yes i did can, I wanna, can we talk about that caleb you want to give us a you want to tell no, us so, about so jk rowling on? wrote harry potter which is fine Okay, I like. <laughs> I like. Fine. It's like one of the biggest franchises ever. <laughs> oh, so it's big, so it must be good. Right. I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, I think it's good. I That's think what she said. I think it's fine. All right, all right, Brendan. I think I think that it is massively, massively overhyped. They're charming movies. They're fine books. I enjoyed reading them as a child. As a child, I enjoyed reading them. When you're a child, it's fine. To reading <laughs> when you're 10, 11, 12, you know. When you're, ten, when you're a teenager, it's a little, and then you're an adult, and it's like, why are you basing your entire personality on a young adult novel? But 
Sorry, uh, why do you watch <laughs> anime still? Because anime is great. So shut up. So <laughs> anime is anime's cool. Now. You're an adult. Netflix Caleb. made anime cool, Josh. <laughs> uh, anyway, so J.K. Rowling uh, coming under fire in recent months slash years. I feel like this has been going on for a while at this it's, point, yeah. but specifically it's, it's, in it's recent been a minute. It's in recent been a months, minute. Uh, as very like transphobic individuals saying, you know, things that are not okay to say, um, and just in and very disrespectful. Um, Again, somebody who should stay off of Twitter. Yeah, speaking of somebody yeah, who should stay the yeah. fuck off of Twitter. And just like, generally the things that she's saying are so stupid and, and the equivalent of almost, and, and maybe I've misunderstood the situation, but it seems like an equivalent of the same people who are like, all lives matter. It's like, that's not the fucking point. Yeah, it's similar. <laughs> it's like... Right? It's like... It's like if we, she says something to the effect of like, if we acknowledge trans women, then that diminishes the women. struggles that quote unquote right, exactly. real women like, go through. And I'm like, well, first of all, yeah, fuck you. And second of all, fuck you again. And third of right, all, that just, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So it's, it's like, not, <laughs> it's, it's not about you. For two um, minutes, well, it's not about just the you. way that she like, the way that off. she says real women. It's like, yeah. oh, you fucking. Well, it's like my it's like person. my uncle. It's like my uncle saying, you know, Josh. Like, I may believe what you believe if I grew up where you did, when you did, whatever. But your dad and I grew up in the real world. It was yeah. like, like okay, go fuck cool. Yourself. Like, go fuck yourself. Like the real but, world. Like, <laughs> I'm in the real world. I'm 30 years yeah, old. Yeah, what with, do you mean the real world? But with J.K. Rowling, I feel yeah. like she. It's like, okay, if you have these thoughts, like we're taught as actors to like follow impulses, but some impulses you just don't follow on because maybe you're a public figure that shouldn't be saying certain things. Yeah, I agree. But so, but just in the interest of time, so she, she, so she goes onto Twitter and makes it seem like she like, she like, yeah, I, I gave back, I like rescind my, uh, uh, my uh, humanitarian award from this organization, but they like took it away from her. But and they were they came out and they're like, no, 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 we like we like took yeah. it back. Like you, you didn't give it back to us. We fucking took it back from you, oh you God. psycho. So anyway, she, her you new psycho. book, her new book that she wrote is about. This is wild, Josh. Is about a man who dresses up as a woman to kill people. So she's yeah. like, she's like, and she's doubling Paul, down. She's doing the, Trump she's doubling thing. down. So Paul F. Tompkins, <laughs> yeah. who's one of my favorite comedians, it's, it's uh, an active attack. He, he, vo- he voices Mr. Peanut butter on Bojack Horseman and has also had a long storied career as a stand up. He's great. He has this tweet that what? I really so, love. What huh? podcast did we go see? What, which podcast? Comedy, we went to see comedy bang, bang, and, comedy uh, bang, bang, and, yeah. uh, spontaneous nation, which is, which is what Brandon yes. and I went to. Oh, see. So it was so um, good. He's brilliant. But so he had a tweet that I really love. Uh, about the whole thing that's basically him being like jk rowling is like in order to convince everybody that what i'm the dangers of of trans people are real i'm inventing a novel scenario to like to like you know show you know my beliefs it's like she literally like had to invent this crazy awful thing to be like no look see it does it is dangerous and it's like you are just crazy person it's just and it's it's a real piece Real piece of shit move. And it's so it's so move. interesting because so much of discourse now is like, you know, you have to respect both sides. But like, I hate this fallacy that like it's always something in the middle because that means that no matter how extreme one p- person goes or one side of the argument goes, like that doesn't it's not valid just because there's two sides to it. Like she's wrong, and people yeah. that think this are yeah. wrong. Like we don't have to respect those yeah. opinions because they're ill informed. And like harmful to people. It's and it's it's but it's not even that it's like and it obviously it's wrong, but it's not even just that. It's so blatantly narcissistic. 
Yeah. It's so blatantly not being able yeah. to step out of yourself for two fucking seconds to see that. Guess what? This isn't about you. You know? Right. Like, um, you don't need to be part of this conversation. Like, like the only reason she's, like, part of it is because it's, like, a little bit... It's, it's not the common thought. It's, like... You know, everybody's entitled to own opinions. Great. But there are opinions that just yeah. can't can't have the time of day. And when you have, well, bless his heart, Daniel Radcliffe, who like helps with like this organization, who's sitting yeah. here going like, you know, I'm not trying to take away the magic that the books had in people's childhood. Like you need, please keep that dear to yourself. But like, this is not okay. I am, I do not stand with, you know, JK Rowling in the sense mm-hmm. that like, when you're wrong, you're wrong. Like just own up to it. Just be like, I apologize that is, you know, I'm sorry, you know, and grow as a That's person. A very- I don't understand why people can't just grow as a person, why they have to like right. double down on their stance. Because nobody likes to be wrong. Nobody likes feeling no, like they're of course, wrong. Of course. She but- literally was like, she literally, and this is actually literally like not hyperbo- hyperbolically speaking. She was the most famous, wealthy woman on the planet. Yeah. And like uh, squandered it. All that goodwill, decades built of becoming like one of the most quote unquote magical fucking mm-hmm. beings of all time. And it's gone. She, I've never, I don't think I've seen that in my lifetime before. Somebody fought like, just like ooh, squandering ooh. all of their, what? Monsieur Bill Cosby. Oh. <laughs> oh, Bill Cosby, sure. But like. <laughs> Isn't that a great, I mean, that's pretty, that's, that's, that's I mean, exactly yeah, he what was, happened, yeah. right? But, but he's like, he's like. That a, was fake goodwill. He, fake goodwill. He was like, of, he was like a raping. criminal. Like I, yeah. I, I, he's he and he ended up. He's a monster. He's like an unequivocal monster. monster. I don't know if I'm she's, willing to call J.K. Rowling. I, I don't want to equate no, her no. to a serial rapist. That I think is, that's a sorry, that's, that is that is fair. One is a monster. <laughs> one is saying some stupid shit. Saying some so stupid shit. Different. That is very certainly different. harmful. But I, I don't think she needs to go to jail or prison for the rest of her yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is she still alive, Cosby. I haven't Sorry. heard anything. I feel like him. we would have known if he. I feel like yeah, it would have been yeah, yeah, parties yeah, yeah, in the probably. streets. But what I Probably. also I think that we should have known I that said, J.K. Like, Rowling was sus for a while because like she wrote a fucking book series where the main character's like ultimate dream was to be a fucking cop. <laughs> like, <laughs> Harry Potter's dream was to be a cop. Yeah, that, what do you think an Auror is? Yeah, essentially, they're like the oh. they're yeah. like the fucking Gestapo of the Wizarding World. They're the secret police. <laughs> it's oh, whatever. Sorry, I'll get on a whole Harry Potter thing. I like Harry Potter, but like read a different book. I don't know. I'm sorry. Anyway. Oh no, yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> it's the same reason why people like take that pilgrimage to like what like everybody who's fans will read the Lord of the Rings series a little bit just to kind of like retouch. Like every few years, I'll read yeah, all the, the Harry Lord Potter of the Rings books. Is, like way better. Sure. It, what you mean? Sure. It invented a whole genre. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I would like to th- equate Dune. No, it's anyway Dune. <laughs> um, anything else? Like, oh, I, also the PS5 pre-orders came out today, but they're all sold out, unfortunately. <laughs> Yo, my roommate, the, the my price? roommate set all the reminders that he could buy either because I think the Xbox pre-orders start like this week as well. PS5 didn't realize it was going to be early. Didn't get anything. <laughs> The the price is amazing though. It's yeah. mind blowing the prices um, for both Xbox and PS Five. Uh, I was actually talking to my brother yesterday because my brothers are, are the only reason I've stayed on Xbox because we play things together. Mm-hmm. And they, he's gonna switch over, so I'm I'm gonna switch as well to, to PlayStation. Every game that I want to play is on the PS Four. Like it's that's, not that's even thing, a, dude, it's not even a competition. I've, I've never had more video game FOMO than uh, not being able to play the Spider Man game. Um. But, that was it for me. I was like, "Oh, you, uh, Xbox lost." <laughs> they, they did for sure. The Spider-Man game. 
But dude, it's it's not, it's, it. it's like Spider Man, but it's so many other things. Like they just also have God of God. Every God game. of War. I watched, dude. I watched us? through the like they have every game. Yeah, see, ex- yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I've never played Uncharted. I've never oh, played Uncharted, Uncharted games. Uncharted. That, uh, that new, uh, for sure. that new shitty. Uh, I don't know if it's shitty. Um, that new Avengers game. It looks kind of ass, but it's only on PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> I was you watching. Know what's I was. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Josh. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and my and my roommate Antoine has, it, and I've watched him play it, and it, it it's a lot like Spider Man, like in terms of the mechanics of it, mm-hmm. but a lot less you're not able to customize because you're trying to play like five different characters, you know? So right. the customization, cause like in Spider-Man, you can build your own style of fighting and mm-hmm. it was, there was layers upon layers of making it unique for your, each gamer. This one is very right. basic tree thing. And I don't know if they're going to update it. I don't know if, you know, it's still like in the first three weeks, two weeks of it being out. So like, who knows, but like the graphics are okay on it. Um, it it's a big game. So I'm what? not, you know, squandering. Well, what did uh, Antoine think of the story? Because I so that was one of the things when it came out, I didn't realize. I thought I was watching like a trailer and stuff, but I was watching some clips of the of the story uh, on YouTube, and it, it looked like a really good, like fully fleshed out story, which is more than I thought we were going to get for that game. Yeah, you know, I thought we were I mean, just going to get like a smash. I don't up. know that part because so. I don't think he's finished it. I think he's he hops around right. a bit. He's playing Anthem again for a little bit. Um, nice, but. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I've seen. I definitely want to get it at some point, just because they are gonna tie in Spider Man with it as well. Oh, yeah. Um. So we'll see. I mean, it's a big endeavor, and we'll you know who who knows. But the PS Five is gonna be great. It's gonna be backwards compatible. Oh, so um, it's gonna be so good. Um. Yeah. In well, I I'm, I got some video game stuff. I picked up uh Zelda for Switch last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the best games. Is ever. it? Is it not one of the best games you've ever played? It. And and that's so that's what I was gonna say. It, uh, it really, 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 truly is. And the moment that I like that it clicked in how good this fucking game is, is because like I love Skyrim. I, I was playing The Witcher Three during the pandemic. You're running around, a ro- giant rock golem pops up, right? And then I'm running out, and I'm like, fuck it, I don't, I've never fought one of these things. Let me see what I can do. And when I when he goes to hit me and I run under his arm and under his legs and then I'm able to climb on him and there's no clipping at all. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is everything I dreamed of as a kid. It's very Shadow of the Colossus, like Sky, uh, Skyrim. That's um, such a good way to put it. Yeah. Such it's Shadow of the Colossus. Like there's just But for but Zelda World, but Hyrule. Which is perfect. It's perfect yeah. for it. It's perfect it's for perfect. it. It's perfect. It's so dope. Um so I wanted to get that out there because I'm blown away by it, man. I have, yeah. I have been blown away. Um, yeah. And then I don't know if you guys heard this rumor, but it came out yesterday that Nintendo and Netflix are have been uh, working on a Legend of Zelda series for a while. And the rumor is um, the rumor is like every other rumor about every show coming out that is anything interesting. Tom Holland. <laughs> uh, I don't As like Link? That. I don't like that. I don't know why I just yeah these I are super viscerally super early rumors negatively reacted to that. I think my reaction just right no, no, there just like what? No way. Yeah, I mean, but then when you think about it, right? Because then when you think about it, if you're gonna do a movie, like let's say you're doing a Tom, like a blockbuster movie where it's a Tom Holland level, you know, like you know, he's what one of the most famous people on the planet right now, mm-hmm. one of the most working actors for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's in that I mean, new Netflix wise. movie uh, that just came apparently out it's great. Apparently it's yeah. great. I guess I've only seen Link in 8-bit on the Game Boy Color and then like Super Smash Brothers and things like that. So I don't even know how to cast. It's You would need, you you know, need that not a famous person. Like it can't yeah. be Spider-Man. Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he's Link. 
Well, that's know. that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, I agree with you. And also, it's not just that because he's killing it. He, he's they're, a they're fine actor, the, but I don't. Sorry, I think he's. I think he's a. I think he's a fantastic actor. Um, but he's filming Uncharted right now, so he's about to be Nathan Drake as well. On yeah. top of Peter Parker, on top, you know what I mean? Like maybe being Link isn't the greatest idea. I think you're right. Like I think that's one where you go like Star Wars, Mark Hamill style, or John Boyega style. Well, like, John Boyega was getting pretty big before Star Wars, but John Boyega should be Link. <laughs> I would. I, dude, I fucking back that. I watched the shit out of that movie. Um, dude, no, you need to get um. But oh, like an unknown, yeah. I want Mark Strong to be Ganon. You, know, mm. you guys know who Mark Strong is? Of course, of course, Merlin and Kingsman. All right. That's a. I don't know why that's where I went. He's in everything. I don't yeah. know that's where I went, but that's where I went. Um. So right. I know we're like, I hate this because we got such good conversation. I love this. Uh, Brandon, we can put a pin in this, but I did watch the Dungeons and Dragons community episode. Yes. Um, okay. And, Let me give and me. I want and, and give we, me a week. Yeah, we to bought talk, it. To so watch, I want to Caleb up, to we'll, watch it. We'll talk about it next time if that's cool. Can we talk about it next Caleb, time? You've never seen it. No. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I only saw oh, the first dude, okay. season. Yeah, so... Okay, okay. Sorry. Oh, that's so interesting. Sorry. Uh, you've only ever seen the first season? Because it's directorially and, like, writing-wise, second I've season I've said is this before on the, the show. Best. Yeah, I've only seen the first season. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's... Because I do want to talk about... Because I do have yeah. thoughts on that, but because of time, um, I'll have Caleb... We can watch... Caleb and I can watch it next week, you know, yeah. before the episode, maybe, or so whatever. And we can kind of have like a full discussion because I think it's it's important too. So right, yeah, yeah, man, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I'm stoked on that. But uh, uh, in the meantime, why don't we get it, take a break? Do you want to take? Yeah, let's take a break, and then we'll talk about Dune, nineteen eighty four. Remember, Dune. fear destroys the mind. I, I'm, you were whatever. So I'm gonna go get coffee and I'll be Fear right back. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind killer. Alright, alright, alright. Um, alrighty then. Um, so. Dune. Um, <laughs> Dune. Dune was the spice first must flow. <laughs> well, Dune, the book, was first recommended to me like a year and a half ago, two years ago, by you, Caleb, because mm-hmm. we were talking about the new movie coming out mm-hmm. when they had first announced it, and then we were talking about the old movie, which I'd never seen, the documentary, um, and then you were like, you got to read the fucking book. Yeah. Uh, so, so I read the book, and I fell in love with it. Would not shut the fuck up about it. Came to Caleb every day with some new quotes. Um, <laughs> and just, I mean, I, lo- I loved it. I loved it. Because also, at the time, especially, we were at a school and at a time in our lives where we were very much focused and our training was focused on how we think and how we control our emotions and all of the above and being aware. Uh, and and then you're reading this book where, uh, you know, this kid is actively doing all of that. So that, that was wonderful. But in honor of that, we have all now watched the original Dune movie. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say for myself, and I don't know <laughs> if I, this would have been the case had I not read the book, but having recently read the book, fallen in love with it, I had the greatest fucking time watching this movie. <laughs> I expected to be so much more annoyed and pissed off 
Like, just genuinely. And I just enjoyed the fuck out of it. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Cool, man. You guys? Um, so I haven't read the book. I now have a copy, thanks to uh, Ryan. Oh. So I will. It's a sexy. It, yeah, it's he's a got sexy it right there. copy. Look at that. I love that cover. I like the Frank Herbert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Soon to be a major motion Soon picture. Soon to be a major motion picture. Um, <laughs> so I look forward to getting into the details. Um, I was telling Caleb before the podcast, I first watch on Sunday, I did enjoy it. I sat down. I was like, huh. It, it was its own little contained kind of yeah. thing. I had. I also, you know, I had questions and, you know, but I also had commentary from Ryan the whole time to like fill in all the blanks and all the details. Oh, and, that, and Ryan's read the book. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, amazing. This is, okay, amazing. This is one amazing. of his favorite movies, the David Lynch <laughs> Dune. So, but he's, he loves the, the fantasy. Best. He loves the sci-fi stuff. Um, and so I watched it a second time last night, specifically through the lens of, if I didn't have somebody who had actually read it before beside me saying, hey, did you know mm-hmm. this? Did you know that? Did you know this? Would the movie in itself answer those questions that, a re- that somebody who didn't read the book would have, right? No. And for the most part, I would have to say it did. I do have a list of questions that I still have or mm-hmm. that, I, that, I, that as a watch, as a viewer of the movie, I had at the end of the movie. So I look forward to the discussion on that part. Mm-hmm. So I did, I did like it as a sci-fi yeah 80s movie you know what i mean so yeah well i mean i think i i assume that we're gonna end up getting into a deep discussion about the ending of the movie and uh how outrageously rushed that is (laughs) 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 uh yeah i mean i i had seen like so so dune the novel is like one of the most important science fiction novels Mm -hmm. ever in you have like isaac asimov ursula k Le Guin, and like dune and I, I don't think that's hyperbole to say that. Um, super influential, uh, very loved and respected by everybody. So like when it comes out in like 84, yeah, it's not fantastic. I, I think that it is not a great movie, but I think that it's also not like horrible. No. But, but I think people were no. just needing it to be so much more than it was. Oh, wow. 1965. 1965, it was written. Yeah. It was written. But the movie okay, so that's 20, almost 20 years after the book. Uh, right. So, you know, you have all these people growing up on it, right? And then they come to see, you know, and David Lynch, who, by the way, coming off a of shit like Eraserhead and the Elephant Man, like he's David fucking Lynch. So it's like, right. oh, like who better than to, to handle this kind of trippy, like psychedelic shit than the fucking guy who did Eraserhead? But then, like, you can tell, I don't know. I think this movie failed in a lot of ways. Um, the but, Harkonnens, I think, the biggest way. <laughs> but I think that it has a charm to it. And you can see, like, in, the in like, the designs mm-hmm. and the feel of the worlds and everything, like, uh, there's something there buried under kind mm-hmm. of the mess, like, Brandon, you were saying, of pacing is, like, a huge issue in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. Did the weird like exposition of the fucking floating space heads in the beginning. And then like the special effects are really, <laughs> truly terrible. Like some but, of them, but, but they were, but see, that was my, my biggest thing. Cause we had talked about this before. And I was like, how do you even attempt to do a movie where you have to do shields where they're like body shields in 84. And sure. Then, but not like that. There was, but it was better. But, <laughs> but it was I, I feel better like the than editors, I thought it was going to be. Oh, really? I think those shields yeah. are easily like the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, but but I expected so much worse you know, from the shields. So here's the, how they here's went, the I was thing. Like, I, this is not even saying how how often they missed the gun effects on guns. Sometimes they were shooting air. 
without the special effects. And I was like, did they just like half like just give up at the end of editing and being like, all right, some some lasers will be shown, but some just won't. And it well, they it were, was very but they strange. Were sound wave guns. Sure, but like when you have when you have like people who like shoot these like golden sound wave lasers, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming they all have the same weapon. But then there's some shots where it's just <laughs> ah, and there's just like nothing. But then who cares? Whatever, because they cut to something else. But like the layering of like the worms with the people and oh, the so like for the '80s, like it it felt it flowed pretty well for me in terms of I thought. I have qualms with the Baron and stuff like that, but Baron that's just. Conan. Oh well, can, yeah, I my, can I ask my first? The one of the questions that they didn't yeah, explain please. in the movie was so the Baron, which is the the vil the the tangible villain, I would say in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the primary antagonist for sure. Primary antagonist. He's the Ar- Harkonnen. Mm-hmm. Is right. I'm just trying to get the names. It's great. Um, he, he's just like this like this acne filled kind of fat dude and if it wasn't for ryan telling me right away that the reason why he floats and flies is because he's just so big and that's how they portray him they didn't ever like address that it's just this guy who like (laughs) just like fly and he just flies around the (laughs) fucking spit and like it's like why is he doing this and it doesn't actually explain because he also with the, the the costume or the the heavy suit that he was wearing didn't make him as big as what you would need i would think to it in your mind to did, like have to fly it did exactly it didn't make him look like he couldn't get up and walk right. it wasn't like they made him look like he was 500 pounds also i kept thinking about that when i realized that he was floating the entire time because i thought they'd give him scenes where he was like just chilling and i was like oh man this dude's got a lot of scenes and he's it's 84 so he's just jacked up in a shitty heart as this whole oh time. yeah it's all yeah. wire work and you can tell when he's like <laughs> swinging around yeah, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and like like look for for him and what like i and removing everything and just going to that actor, you know, he's putting out work. He's trying his best. He's gone, you know, he's doing a 12 out of 10 on that character. Okay. I don't know. I don't know that it works, but you got to respect what he's trying. No, you you know? know what? I unironically think that this is a great cast. Like, yeah, even oh, down yes, to Sting yes. as the yeah, okay. Well, fake. Sting is a little. He's <laughs> like, why is he the oh, only one who's British? He comes, he comes I out, and he's just like, could yeah. not figure that out, dude. Sting, it's just like, and I, I, I want to avoid talking about. So I also was like, hey, we should try to watch Yodorowsky's do in the documentary too, um, and I want to avoid uh, bringing that up as much as possible until the end. But uh, it's just so funny, like the parallels between like what. Yodorowsky wanted like he wanted to get Mick Jagger and he wanted to get Orson Welles <laughs> and he wanted mm. to get uh Salvador Dali um all of these fucking people and then like they sort of like did similar things with the people they actually got um which was interesting he wanted to get Udo Kier and uh David Carradine um all these to fucking play people who? so David Carradine was gonna be Leto uh okay. coming straight out of Kung Fu um, Orson Welles was going to be the Baron Harkonnen because he actually right, was that, 500 fucking pounds. <laughs> yeah, that would have been dope. And then it's also, you know, Orson Welles. So. And uh, Salvador Dali was going to be the Emperor. Um, that would have been cool too. Da, 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 da. Yeah, Mick Jagger was going to be the Sting part, which I think was really interesting. Um, Udo Kier was going to be the Brad Dorif part. And I thought Brad Dorif crushed. Who's that? Uh, Brad Dorif was Peter. He's. Uh, the kind of the fucking right. Peter is his name. He's the fucking like henchman to the Harkonnens. And uh, he ends up. Oh, getting, 
he gets killed by Leto with the, the right. tooth. The oh, he's, yeah. he's the human yeah, yeah, computer. Yeah. That's another question I didn't really. Okay. That's just from the lore of Dune. <laughs> so these people the, are the not the computers. They're as smart as computers. Correct. They're co- I don't remember what they're called, but they have like the red stains on the lips. Yeah. So the way it was explained when, and Caleb jump in here if I'm just way the fuck off and full of shit. Um, <laughs> the way it's kind of explained in the books is that, so we're talking about the Mentats, right? And they're, um, yeah, they're like just they're they're supposed to be highly highly genius up and also like super super aware, somewhat like Paul and and the um then uh, whatever the Ben Jesser. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, right, that's about, right. They're yeah. just they're they're, they're super, bred to be that way and they're super and smart, spice, spiced up, right? I assume. But in the movie, yeah. they like they don't. They like there's like some exposition or some voiceover or some shit that kind of explains. They like, don't their world. explain shit. It's then, weird because for the amount of like exposition there is up front, they also still don't explain anything. Like right. it's just so <laughs> crazy how you're just dropped in, and if you don't have any knowledge going in, it's like what the fuck are you talking about? Because yeah. it's not like you can go and like. So with Game of Thrones, right? And this might be a weird parallel, but like, stay with me. Like, you don't know necessarily what's going on right away, but you're like, okay, so there's an ice monster and there's a king. Right. And like, it's like, I I can track. It's like similar enough to things that I've seen before. Right. That just because I don't know who everybody is yet. I understand the dynamics are, that are happening. Yeah. But with Dune, yeah. it's a fucking space society. That's like also like, um, uh, like a hierarchical, there's like a royalty, like a, oh, an emperor what's the, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, monarchy. Yeah. There's like a monarchy, but also it's like a, a collective it's also controlled. space federation and there's like spices, but like, I, I, I don't There's psychic people and then there's robots. I don't understand. I don't know. Like it just doesn't make any fucking sense. But there's, but there's not robots. There's zero robots because robots are like banned. And yeah, like but there's like spaceships. Destroyed. But also there's like like sandworms. Hold on, I actually I actually did some research on this last night after watching the movie because I just you know I love Dune and then the whole world. So what? So just to to make it clear, if it wasn't clear, so what's happening in the world of Dune is there's all this Federation space blah 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 blah, blah Emperor whatever the fuck. Way back, like a thousand years ago or some shit, there was like a robot genocide where they destroyed mm-hmm. all technology that anything that was AI at all, they destroyed. Anything that was artificial consciousness or technology, they destroyed, which stopped uh, space travel that was faster than light because they couldn't use any of the engines anymore because they needed AI. Then they start making those crazy monster fuckers, right, that we see out of the spice. Right, that and had weird looking that mouths. Are, that right, and I'm so what's happening say. is, is for the engines that they make, you need exact, precise coordinates and like perfect math to be able to do the jump. And so that's what those monsters do. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they're bred. But they're only bred by well, using the spice. Melange. So the spice is one hundred percent necessary in the entire economy of the world. And there's only so one once, planet. Only that one planet with the Iraqis. spice. Arrakis, which is Arrakis, Dune. yeah, just Dune. So, so yeah, sorry, Josh, go ahead. No, I'm just in terms of the exposition. Like, I got that there were they set you up. You know, there's these different like factions. There's this world where it's Dune, and it they do it brilliantly with brilliantly. I use air quotes 
with the the daughter of the emperor fading in and out at the beginning. <laughs> so goofy. Like, oh, and I forgot. So oh, goofy. and also one more thing. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I love the 80s so much. I, I do but too, man. It's just like, it's also dumb. <laughs> it's also dumb. <laughs> but, um, but, but, but like, Dumbler makes you smile, not mad. <laughs> you know? but, but it's also, one thing I, I'll, I'll push back a little bit is you can tell, though, like, they, like, went... Like Dino De Laurentiis went up to David Lynch and was like, "You got to fucking fix this. I have no idea what's <laughs> happening. Like, you got to put in a fucking, you got to put in a fucking floating hot girl to be like, hey, this is what's happening. Yeah. Like, you know, where, where, what world are we in? <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, I have literally no idea what's going on. <laughs> and David Lynch is like, but you're not supposed to. It's supposed to be psychedelic. And he's like, yeah, but we want to make money. Right. Um, but then also, then there's also that thing with they explain something about the the Duke and his family. Um, mm-hmm. have always just bred daughters. Oh yeah. Oh, so by and, the way, also while all this shit's going on, there's also a super race of psychic women that are trying to breed a messiah. Right. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck has yeah, this have but, to do with anything? <laughs> well, but but interestingly enough, during that, they're not. I mean, they are and they're not. The that organization's ultimate goal is to. But she's specifically told to only have daughters. Well, um, no, but I'm saying. Do you remember so they, the reason? They want to, they want to, uh, they, they, so they want to create the quote unquote super being, which is like a Jesus Christ allegory, like a Messiah. Uh, and they want to, the way that they're doing it, they say we've been manipulating bloodlines for centuries. So what they ultimately want to do is have an Atreides daughter, marry a Harkonnen son to to get those two bloodlines to, to be be unified. And that is like, would maybe be the super being maybe, or like lead to the birth of a super being at some point. But instead, the concubine of Leto is like, oh, I actually love him a lot, so I'm going to give him a son because they can decide to do that, I guess, uh, because yeah. they're psychic. And then their fucking mother is like, you fucking idiot, he's going to die because of the box, which like is so dumb because in the 80s, it's just a fucking piece of plastic, and you can tell. Don't oh, care. Actually, but Don't Kyle care. McLaughlin so is good. like doing it. He's like... Fucking, I, f- I believe that he, he his great. hand was melting. He's so good in this part. I think Kyle McLaughlin actually kind of yeah. crushed. And I feel like... I, that, I yeah, thought it was ahead, amazing. And, I, and no, this no, is like... Disagreeing. Yeah. I love Twin Peaks. I love him in Twin Peaks. I love him in Blue Velvet. Like, he's a great actor. And, you know, uh, Showgirls, maybe not so much. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he... But I was... And, you know, one of the things, like, this... Again, like, everybody. Like, Jurgen Prock now. Fucking Patrick Stewart. Uh, Patrick Stewart, like dude, the best <sighs> mullet of um, the eighties. Max von Sydow, right? In this movie, like it's fucking unreal. The people that they got to be in this movie, yeah. and they are all good. Uh, Sean Young, I think, didn't get her time in, to shine. Uh, they kind of rushed. Like, uh, she was Chani. Was she playing the mom? No, Chani. she was the love interest for the oh, love interest. right. Um, yeah. Another question. She's I like, had. hi, I'm from Blade Runner. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> That being said, like, but like the special effects with with the melting hand, even like costume design, mm. monsters, like I felt across the board, like it was very clear who people were with the hair, with mm-hmm. the makeup, with the the yeah. costumes. I thought they designed the world very well. Yeah, what especially made, the sets. The mm-hmm. sets were great. It it was all contained. Mm-hmm. Even the practical effects of the floating heads monster, like flight of the navigator type of shit, um, which I might request by the way, flight of the navigator. That'd be an interesting poll. I don't yeah. know. I don't remember that movie at all. But uh, but I have a question. So we've talked voiceovers, right? And we've talked 
Um, there are many movies that we've watched, you know, that uh, the two that I top of my head, Shawshank Redemption and um, what's the Western we did? Uh, Tombstone. Tombstone, <laughs> where there was like slight narration, voiceover stuff. It, and it always works, I'll doesn't work, whatever. I'll All be right. your Huckleberry. <laughs> But in Dune, <laughs> well, it's, it's different so, though because it's yes. not na- narrative voiceover; it's voiceover to like express current thoughts that are as they're happening. Right, but why do they have to whisper the whole time? Okay, well, because it was creepy, and think, then half the time I was like, "Do people know <laughs> that they're, for instance, like the um, when they first get to Dune, and he's like scanning all the housemaids or whatever." The mm. the shortest one, which I forget her name, she's super popular. She's the voice of Gaia in the God of War stuff. Um, she's in yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, everything. Yeah. I forget her the actress's name, yeah. but she has mm. a thought about about the family. And I was like, because I had to ask Ryan, I was like, is she? Does she know that Jessica is like a psychic, mm. or is she just having that? Like, is she messaging her like knowingly, or is she just having the thought and she's picking that up? That was confusing to me because I wasn't sure what was being so, just thought yeah, no, or totally being told you. telepathically. Because um, they're so, not telepaths, right? So this is what I was saying like last week, like adapting a novel to the screen is like fucking difficult because so much of a novel is like you're reading internal thoughts of a character. Well, and and also in a, in a book like this, that is what's important about the novel, yeah. right? Is what, what, what sets Paul apart is his thought process. So you have to hear the inner thoughts of right. these characters sometimes rather than just showing them because then that's the only way you're going to be able to get certain information. Yeah. And the way I took it is like, okay, so when you're designing your soundscape, like you have like the audio, like when characters are speaking, mm-hmm. like it's mixed to one way. But so then how do we let make the audience know for sure that this, no, this is now inside their head. And so we're going to have them talk like this when it's a fucking voiceover so okay. that it's like, okay, they're thinking. And then, like, sometimes, like, you know, the characters will be will be communicating telepathically, but, like, visually we can right. indicate, like, they're having a conversation or they're, but, like, when it's just them alone, like, there's so many shots of Kyle McLaughlin going, like, you know, and, like, um, I don't know, I thought it was, like, you know, I don't, I, it, it's a very crude way to do it, but, like, yeah. I don't know how else they could it have just done kinda, it. It just kind of made me chuck, like, it made me giggle a couple times, especially when they're being captive and being, like, flown away or whatever after being kind of like after the duke dies or whatever mm-hmm. and she's like she's gagged and everything like that and he's trying the voice oh the voice is my favorite mm-hmm. part blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh yes the voice go on well, paul but that's an, but like that her was an interesting choice too. Like, yeah i don't know i just feel like there's they could have done a little bit more but i, I understand limitations in technology and whatever and trying to make it as clear as humanly possible for audiences who don't know right. about it i just was like are they telepaths? Are they interjecting thought? Oh, no, they're just listening to thoughts, but well, are people even, aware that their thoughts are being heard? I don't know. I mean, jumping on that 100% with, like, especially this witch stuff and kind of, like, being like, hold on, you can't just do random shit. Uh, his sister showing up at the end with no explanation <laughs> in the movie of how she got there is no, the most ridiculous thing no, in the world. No, she, she was there because, like, her mom drank the water of life and, and it birth. forced her right? to be born, and then she gets all the powers from the... Hi, mother. No, or whatever, no, 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 no. I mean, literally, how she's at the Harkonnens like oh. main place at the end of the movie with no explanation. I just love her movie, voice. How she got there? She grew. <laughs> she grew quickly, Brandon. 
But did she no, teleport? No, no. Again, thank you, Josh. She goes oh, no, but from the because the emperor comes to Dune, and the, the emperor essentially is in his yeah, palace on Dune. Dune. They're on Dune at the end. No, no, I understand that. Yeah. She goes from being like with her mom in like the cave system in Dunes, in like the you know, uh, like the the the, the deep desert zones. There, the deep desert to all of a sudden being in the throne room. Yeah, and well, fucking with them. She grew quickly. <laughs> <laughs> not, no, he's what he's saying is like she, when so when I don't understand oh, why Caleb, you guys don't understand. Caleb, wow, Caleb okay. knows what I'm saying. She, she grew quickly and her powers yeah, grew quickly. She, she grew through time and space. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't therefore. understand. They're all they're all hopped up on spice. They can teleport. They can fold space. Wow. I I will try and answer Brandon. Like, Brandon, I think what you're going. Oh with no, I don't think this, there's an answer. <laughs> there's an answer is that they cut so much shit out of the last thirty minutes of this movie. That, that is I, I like. That is clearly the answer is that like they cut her w- fucking getting in a thing and going there. It's, and it's so, like, come on. It's so crazy because like, like the first half of this movie, I would say is like actually pays pretty well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm tracking the time and I'm like, this, we're already here halfway through the movie and this is where we're at. I, how are they going to yeah. handle everything else that comes after? And the answer is they don't <laughs> and they and, just, they just and, and, do whatever they want. <laughs> And and Josh, so you know, like the book, like that copy of the book you have is the same copy I have. And so I don't know if it's always been this way, but it's split halfway through book one and book two. Well, no, there's and three books is, in this in this book. There's three in that one. Yeah, because then maybe uh, my copy's different. Because there's like, uh, book two, Moadib. Yeah. Uh, there's and that's book like three, right, the prophet, and then yeah. there's maybe there's four. There's and four there's in there. The, the, appendix, the appendix. So there's three books. Yeah. My my thing is, yeah, they definitely rushed it because it's like he's awakened, right? The sleeper is awakened, Dad. Woot! You know, but she goes from like when he drinks the water of life, and the whole thing is like when guys do this, they die. So I hope you're the fucking prophet because otherwise, <laughs> I love you. Um, and so they time up in the desert, and then all of a sudden, like. The people who are the the women with the the mind, the Bene Gesserit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, their noses start bleeding. Even the daughter is like, "Mom, it's Paul. He's drank the water of life," and and then all of a sudden he's back. Right. My question, no, that's not really a question, but like, yeah, Caleb's right. They jump, but all of a sudden she's there and she rocks Baron's world. Um, my only other technical issue, and I know this really funny to oh, say because one. like there's a few there's a few um <laughs> was when the thumpers i love the idea of like the thumpers right to like attract the worms yeah and be, so, right. by the way the design of the worms i thought were great i thought the yeah. effects of the can worms we, were fantastic for like did you like shit. when kyle mclaughlin was riding one like, i agree surfboard? i did actually <laughs> i did all Thank you, you some rope. i All thought right. he looked cool so but my question is They're like he man masters of the universe like what he said to his mother, he's like, okay, if we walk, if we run off rhythm, mm-hmm. we should be okay. And I'm thinking, idiots, you're supposed to walk on the thud so it masks your footsteps. <laughs> you fucking moron. So, <laughs> so that you can, so that they'll go to the thumper and not your footsteps. If you go off rhythm, then they're going to hear you and they're going to fucking whatever. Bro, anyway, it was written so. in the 60s. People weren't that smart yet. Okay, God, I'm sorry. Josh. Josh, but, it's like you oh, don't even know anything. Right. But then Josh they find- is sitting here playing 3D chess and we're talking about checkers. 
Wow. <laughs> but when they start walking as like the the underground people, what I, I don't forget what their names are, but the uh, Fremen. Fremen, the Fremen. But then the worms don't come when they're just like marching a the desert. Like, do they have? Well, they were walking off rhythm, and and like as one line. I'm shaking my head at Caleb so they, right now. But again, they so all of this though, and in totally fair, Josh, and I agree because in the movie you just kind of they just kind of do stuff, right? But yeah. in the book, all of this is so meticulously explained. Like that, do that they control the worms? Do they have like a control over the worms? Like those he that, tamed the worm. Um, no, I know yeah. he did, but I'm talking he's about the Messiah. Right, I understand that. I'm so mad, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm curious as to do, does the free or whatever they call them? Do they have like a kind of authority over the worms? Because they don't get nah, attacked. Nah, as no, that's the, why it's a big nah, deal nah. when he does do it. Yeah, it's okay. more of a Mothers of Dragons type situation. Sure. Like, a, only him. Also, do you love how they take the the obelisk of, like, the, the indestructible stone or, like, the animantium of the world? Yeah. And he's like, hit it, <laughs> kick it, yell at it. And yeah. then he's like, and then he does this, his little sound um, weapon thing and just explodes. Yeah, which they don't like- <laughs> build up at all it's like oh by the way we can do this <laughs> and then everybody's just like oh cool like it's so interesting Black, that like sorry so it's just the the complete like you said the, my biggest issue was like okay now you're with the freeman people right mm-hmm. and where did you get ten thousand of these when we watched them all burn where, well where no because 10, he, got, 000, the pla- he right. got the plants ua gave him the plants Remember? Yeah, I know, and I understand that. I know that from the book. What I'm saying is, show a fucking scene when you're making them. Oh no, that would take that would take too long, and we have to get to the climax of the Hollywood movie we're making. So okay, so speaking of that, can I can I get to the what? And again, like I really fucking enjoyed it. I I you know all of these things because I read the book Mm -hmm. as opposed to being like, what the fuck is happening? You're putting it together yourself, which is almost more fun, right? As you're watching it, Um, you're like, oh, that's that, and oh, that's that, and. But, 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 okay, all right. you cannot have one line about all the reservoirs of water. <laughs> Be like, we're going to change the planet. Yeah. Not talk about it for an hour and a half and then fucking rain. Yeah. Well, no, here's the like, thing is that fuck you. why is this possible? It's because he's the whatever the fuck Because he's man Jesus is. Christ. I mean, he's literally no, God. but there's, but, but that's just the thing, and it's like there's a whole plan behind it that you yeah. just then ignore. Oh, of course, which is infu- that 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 was upsetting to me it when is, I was like, oh, is, that's it is that's hard to adapt cut. a book. Huge cut. <laughs> I, dude, I get it. I I, I think that like I want to say that David Lynch probably did his best, and like you know, the studio is like, you got to fucking cut some of this shit out, dude. Because at the end that's of the day. Right, it, like it seems like he filmed a three and a half hour movie and they were like you gotta cut an hour and he's like what the fuck how do i cut an hour i cut a fucking hour (laughs) did you like his performance by the way i like lynch so much when he tries to act time out who was lynch uh he's the guy in the sand harvester thing that they go rescue he's like uh, he's like the sandworms coming we yeah, can't we, leave all this spice spice behind Uh, it's just like dude what the he's just so wonderful we we talked about this one time, Caleb. But hit my favorite thing I've ever seen him in, and I didn't even know it was him. Was is uh, it's season three, the last three episodes of Louis is one of the best arcs I've ever seen. And Lynch plays his like plays this guy who they get to prep him to to try to become a person for like the like Tonight Show. 
Mm-hmm. So it's a three episode arc where he's trying to get that job. And it's just super emotional. But there's a, an amazing scene with David Lynch where he's sitting there and Louis across from him. He's like, come on, be funny. Yeah, be three, funny. Two, two, one, one. funny, go. Come on. <laughs> and it's like the most heartbreaking, like real scene ever. It's unreal. Yeah. And like, like, and I, I this came up before because one time we were dicking around and I was like, I think it was on the podcast and I started saying that to you and you're like, that's not funny. I was like, oh, you'd have no idea the reference I'm making. Yeah. I just have like a piece of shit. <laughs> so I had to go back and explain the reference and be like, no, 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 hold on. It's, yeah. it's this, but, uh, he's, he's fucking awesome. He's great. No, I, no David so Lynch. I mean, it's aside. so funny that this is the movie. This is like the movie of his we've done so far instead of like Mulholland Drive know, right? or like any of these fucking <laughs> classics. And let's, it's like, oh, we'll do, do fucking Dune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel one of the most hated movies ever made. <laughs> here, I think that's a little harsh, but I understand the. Fans I think it is too, but like you like got to keep in mind when it comes out. Like this is yeah. it's one of like you know right. the most anticipated movies ever, and everybody was like betrayed because this sure. book meant a lot to a lot of people, and it still does. And that's why, like you know, when I'm like, "Yo, we got to watch the new trailer," like this is like a big deal that they're making. They're Can trying. I also again. ask a question. Well, there's the other thing that. Ryan actually told me that Looks didn't so dope. Um, mm-hmm. come across in the movies that Jessica's actually Baron's daughter or sister. That oh, family, there's uh, like a family relation between Jessica. Co- I want to say I thought cousin, isn't it? The Baron's co- uh, yeah, they're related somehow. They're related somehow, which yeah. they don't address. Um, although, like the red hair, I think feel like it gives it away because he also the, like very you know, clearly wants to bang her the whole time too. That's well, whole does he? Because I got a lot of gay undertones. With oh, the he Baron. wanted to fuck Sting. Like, like let's oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when that boy comes in and he pulls the harp also like that's what i mean some of the special oh, yeah, that's in this movie so like were, i said gross so many times out loud because they were just so good like the heart plug i thought was like well the things yeah. that you can do and, like, practically were great yeah you know what 100%. i mean but then like the shield things and the spaceships yeah, of course it's like oh my god again again we had talked about this before but i thought the shields were going to be way worse I don't like, understand how it could have been worse. Like, I don't you know what understand. it was. You know what? It, you know what made it okay for me is because it was so the other way with it. Like, because it looked so blocky, and I was like, "Oh, that's what you're doing." Okay, all right. Okay, I can I can totally get behind that. Why couldn't they know. like uh, at least like taper to make them look like humanoids? Because the eighties, you know? Josh. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> well, like, funny. Did you say, but you saw the trailer for the new one and how good those look, right? Well, like, I actually, I, mean, I actually just rewatched it before this just to make sure I was kind of clear. And before I go into that, though, I want to shout out to Toto who did the music and the score. Yeah, how'd you like that score by Toto, by the way? Uh, <laughs> and I did not like, know that, but I liked my, it. My favorite is the is the dramatic like ending to the with the rain and the why is this possible? Whatever to the like the the piano kind of like keyboardy music for the the, tr- the credits with like the glamour shot. Glamour kind shots of like all the cast, all the cast yeah. and stuff. I thought it was like such a 180 and it would just, I was like, wow, of course this, this they're happens. celebrating because yeah. the movie's finally fucking over. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. Like, look, the, the, the second half of the movie just doesn't seem to care. You know, they're trying like to do the way big, too much, trying to do way too the, much. The stuff that time. you actually want to know, the big questions, the, uh, all of it. They just run through. You know what I mean? Like the water yeah. thing is such a big thing. Well, kind of a much yeah. bigger thing than them just attacking the Harkonnens and shit. It's like because wh- Dune, yeah, Dune is so much to do with like philosophy, and right. uh, you know they you it they borrow from Middle Eastern like you know they use words like jihad and crusade, like mm-hmm. the in all like legitimately I've been saying this throughout the podcast, but like. The Messiah, it, it is like a Jesus Christ, like yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. They blatantly. They blatantly, like, that's, you know, Dune is like Afghanistan, like a very strategic... Well, every time they say, place in the universe, they say and all these politics would, are happening. I was saying Iraq, and uh, yeah. and um, you know that's a layer of it, and it's like the ethics of everything that's happening. And then you have this empire, but then like who is actually in control? Like you can, you know, is this like is the spice people that control that? Well, and it, it, it's and, it's the one line that Paul says where he's like, you know, once we stop the the spice production, Arrakis will become the center of the universe. Yeah, and so you know, like. All of that goes away, though, like you're saying, Brent, to focus on the Atreides Harkonnen thing. Not that that's right. not important, but like there's so many other things that Herbert was trying to say with his novel. Right. And that's why I think people are upset because it what like we were saying, Josh, like the movie that Lynch gave us or like the studios made Lynch give us rather is a perfectly fine 80s sci fi action movie. But Dune is more than that. And I think that's why people are yeah. upset. That's fair. And that's why I people agree. are fucking hyped because Villeneuve is a genius and the new one's probably going to be great. Well, and I rewatched <laughs> it. I did rewatch the trailer and like what Caleb said last week, last episode of it is that now watching like kind of the original source material in terms of like at least a, an attempt at the data yeah. adaptation. I see everything like Caleb did last week of like all those scenes I recognize now and I get all of the scenes and be like, cool, they're following the contents of the book mm. down to the 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 worm exposure at the oh, end, but like, so but like it's gonna be great with like the costumes, and I feel like even the the what slight tweak, well not slight, but like the actual changing of how the shields look, like they're more like hologram type of mm. shields. How they're supposed to be? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. They look great, and I look for I do look yeah. forward to now in December. This December, right? They're, I mean, who fucking knows? Right? Yeah, like that's it's gonna be a thing that they want. I have time to read the book, so yeah. when I read the book, I'll also, let you guys, when I'm done, I'll let you guys know. What I do want to say about the new one is, and especially what we were talking about with, you know, the inner monologues and the inner thoughts and all of that. <clears throat> and I know we were talking about this before, but I, I do think Tim is, Timothy Chalamet is the perfect casting choice for this role. Um, mm, meh. We'll see. I, yeah. I, I know, I know, yes, I know you don't think so, but uh, just on the facts that his style of acting is a inner monologue behind the eye style of acting very clearly, you know what I mean? Um, that but it's is, not a hidden monologue the, the because character. he can his thoughts are open to no, but you know what I mean. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean. I, I just I think he's I think he's going to be fantastic in it. Um, we'll see. That whole cast is fucking ridiculous in the best of ways. It's unbelievable. It's so also, crazy. Every is, single person is, in that in the cast has been in a Marvel movie. Like who, it's like yeah, actually insane. Pretty much, or um, a Marvel or a Star Wars movie or a superhero. Well, movie Timothy Chalamet hasn't. Or a or a superhero movie. Okay, so everybody besides Timothy Chalamet. So my question is, uh, the guy who played the the wrestler who plays Drax, is he the Baron or is he the is he the beefy guy that eats the cow tongue? Um, his name is Batista. Batista and you Robert will put Batista. respect on his name. Sorry. Uh, he's the bigger guy. The bigger henchman. Yeah, the bigger henchman. Okay, who, that's what uh, I was played by. Oh fuck, who played him in the in Lynch's? It just some guy who clearly looks like he just like walked off of the set of The Sopranos. Yeah. Like <laughs> just some big New Jersey guy uh, who was like, "Hey, it's me." Yeah, we gotta go to Arrakis. Like I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, yeah, it's actually it's tough to recognize, but it's actually Joey Diaz. I don't think that's true. <laughs> nah, I'm not great with that be? No, 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 but I would be the best. I want I I wanted it to be a meatloaf. Personally, oh, yeah, <laughs> um, and I don't know in the new cast who's playing the other, who's playing the sting part. I, I don't remember reading who that was, 
I don't know either, but like just based on it being the people that it's been and like how it was supposed to be like Mick Jagger and all that before, does, it, does anybody Levine. else feel does anybody else feel like it's almost a hundred percent flea? Doesn't that seem uh, right? He's like, so old now. No, they would they would get the equivalent today is like getting like fucking like Chris Martin or something to do it. Like I don't even know who is like a younger like rock musician from England who like could do oh, it. Oh, you know who it is? You know who it is? And who's in everything? It's Harry Styles. But I don't think that really counts because he's kind of being more of like an actor now, as like a real actor. That is so strange. I unironically would love it if Harry Styles was in this movie. He's not a bad actor. No, uh, he's not. He just got cast in um uh, Olivia Wilde's next movie, I think it is. Oh, the next one she's directing. It was, and interestingly enough, it was supposed to be Shia, uh, but there's a scheduling conflict, so we had to drop it, and they replaced him with Harry Styles, which is very, a very interesting uh, change. Um, he is the man. He's the shit. He's the, one of the best actors on the planet. Shia LaBeouf. He's definitely mm-hmm. very good. Uh, Ryan but, just showed me the video of like the like the gay men's chorus, like Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Oh, Shia you've never LaBeouf? seen that before? Shia LaBeouf attack? I don't know. It's like, it's a weird video. It's funny. Walk I'll show it to you. It's, it's Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Um, and he said that he, uh, yeah, Shia's been like, yeah, I think, it's Shia LaBeouf. I think it's funny. Like, I don't know. I Dude, think the music, vi- have you not seen the music video? The whole thing happens and it's just him sitting there in the audience, just yeah. alone in front yeah. of them. And then he just gets up and starts clapping. It's the greatest thing ever. Um, yeah, he's, I, I like him because he's down to make fun of himself. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, Sorry, to bring it back, um, just because I know that we're going on a little bit, but right, I, yeah. I, you guys got to watch the documentary. Uh, yeah, I plan on to. Yodorowsky's yeah. doing. 100%. Um, because, so Alejandro Yodorowsky, just to like give the elevator pitch, he made El Topo, he made The Holy Mountain, very important experimental films uh, from, from Mexico, um, and uh, is truly like, I mean, he talks about like he wanted, <laughs> he's a little out there. He wanted the fi- his film of Dune, his adaptation, to be a messiah in a, in a way. Like he wanted to expand people's consciousness. He's like, I want to recreate the effects of LSD without having people actually take LSD. I want mm. to expand people's minds. I want to create something beautiful and important. And he's so passionate, and the way that he talks about his art is like, he's just so. Like, I believe him. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, you would have made the best movie of all time. Like, there's no question. And um, he talks about getting his team, and he got, like, the team together that eventually would go on to make Alien, like Dan O'Bannon and (laughs) H.R. Giger. Like, you know, like, his his fingerprints. And they talk, they interview these film critics and directors, and they're like, you can tell that, like, the movie never got made, but it was still the most influential movie of all time. The way that, like, you know, they took, like stuff to make star wars like star wars wouldn't have happened without the work that he did to make this movie alien wouldn't have happened without assembling the team to make this movie um, and then Lynch like all or... the movies that come from those wouldn't have happened you know right. what i mean yeah um and he's just so wonderful and charming and yeah he talks about the cast like Mick Jagger, like and he's like he, he's like i asked me i went to the party that McJagger was at he came directly to me and said i want to do your movie like yeah. um he <laughs> talked about he like insulted pink floyd to their faces and like oh yeah we'll do your music you're cool like it's just like fucking like crazy how he was able to do everything and the only thing that stopped him was money they just didn't oh. have enough money and like he has this this storyboard um this massive fucking book. I know this is a recording, so you can't see me, but it's so thick, like huge. The entire movie is drawn like frame by frame. 
And so uh, Nicholas Finding Refn, who directed Drive and a bunch of other great movies, uh, he's interviewed and he says, so I've, I've been to Jodorowsky's house in Paris and I've read that storyboard, the original copy, and had Jodorowsky narrate uh, the movie as I did it. It took like hours. And he's like, so I, in a sense, am the only person who's like, quote unquote, seen his Dune. And it, I, I tell you, it, it would have been the best movie ever made. Like, and so Yodorowsky at the end is like, somebody should take this when I die and just animate it because you can do that now. And now I'm like, fuck. Like now I want to, I just, I just wish that like money wasn't such a thing. Right. Well, it's a dude. It's so interesting. Like, uh, uh, I was just listening to an interview last night with, um, fuck, what's the main guy from, uh, Monty Python? Not the main guy, but the Terry John Cleese. Or John Cleese, other one. Yeah. Uh, so he was talking about, they were talking about Life of Brian. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so first they had made, uh, uh, the Holy Grail or whatever the fuck for, um, sorry they they had made the first one for like uh four hundred thousand dollars you know which is just nothing and then they wanted to make life of brian and nobody would give them two million dollars to make the movie Mm -hmm. like they hit all the studios in uh britain came to the u.s hollywood nobody would give them the money to make the movie and so they all started to split up they were gonna go do other stuff john cleese had another movie and their agent ran into george harrison one night and they were friends and he goes, uh, he gives him the script to read just for fun because he was a huge fan. And the next day, the agent gets a call and he's like, I'm going to put up the money. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm going to put up the money for the movie. He's like, what? Why? He's like, I want to see the movie. Yeah. And I thought that was the best thing in the world. George, <laughs> so George like, Harrison really was the best Beatle. Like, yeah, I, for I so got, many it, reasons. Just um, like that. I want to see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the greatest yeah. thing in the well, world. that's sad because yeah. the way... Caleb, it seems like you're very pat. Like I, I look forward to watching the documentary because it's know, just it- incredible. Like I, I, I love. I mean, I don't know. This might sound dumb, but I, I love art, and I love mm-hmm. when intelligent, creative, and passionate people talk about what they're passionate about. Like Yodorowsky is a fucking psychopath. I don't know if you've seen The Holy Mountain. Uh, it's no. bizarre. It's just a trip into your own mind, psychedelic. But like, he knows what he's doing. Visually stunning. Very creative. Um, and he's just a mag like you talk to him and you listen to him speak and you're taken with him. And it's like you I he convinced me. He's like, let me convince you that I could make the most important movie that would change people's minds, the way they think and how they look at things. And I'm like, he could have done it. I fucking believe him. And it's just fun to like all the other people that were interviewed, like, you know, uh all the people he's like, Yeah, I was just an artist, like working on comics like underground and i guess he, alejandro read my comic and he's called me he's like hey move to paris and work on this movie he's like okay like it's just the way that he he's able to con- he got salvador dali to be in his movie like you know it's just fucking insane and and uh i just it's such a wonderful documentary and uh i just encourage care. you I guys, encourage yeah. you guys to watch it cool guys are we ready <laughs> yeah i think we are i think we are um brandon you're up yeah. Uh, so, like I said, uh, it, it's it's hard to split it up because I've fallen in love with the world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. The whole universe that that uh, has been built. So on on just on that, I'm gonna give it a, a three point five because I did thoroughly enjoy it. You know, like I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. Let's just. No, I'm changing my mind. I'm gonna give it a three because I can't abide by the by some of the editing stuff. I'm giving it a three. I gave it a three as well. Um, 
it was it was enjoyable i yeah no i i'll I'll give it a three for for what it is from the 19 you know and the, the time it came out to as itself a contained thing without any back knowledge of anything in the worlds um it would have been it's it, if i was a kid in the 80s it obviously would have been a fun movie to go see and like cool mm-hmm. sci-fi yeah so three guys you're not gonna believe this i give it a three as well uh, yeah. because it's like it, it like i see the version of the movie through the bad editing and like all of the stuff that i think mm-hmm. could have been like lots there's some good stuff i think all the performances are pretty great like but yeah, yeah it just like the second half or maybe even like the last third somewhere in there like it just becomes so not what it could have been and it gets really rushed and kind of sloppy and yeah there's some bad special effects and but it's fun i don't know i enjoy it i think it's fun but it's also kind of a mess yeah. i don't know and that's yeah. okay not everything has to be five or one stars like sometimes things are just okay no, and it's literally just like it's like the last half an hour should be an hour and a half that's yeah. the problem yeah you it's like ever I mean? it's like the point from when they meet up with the the lost people in the desert or whatever, the freers, whatever, to the end, it just is so like, it's just clumped together. It's very rushed. Yeah, you know. Well, so, it's, it's interesting. Like, I don't know what the ending point for the newest movie is going to be, but I almost hope that they cut it short, and because I know they're planning on doing more than one movie, so I'm hoping that they cut it short. Um, do you think they would the they opposite. would cut it to like the point of like? The death of the Duke and them being I think, exiled. I think that the way they should do it, they should, yeah, go up until, like, you know? uh, they, the, the surprise attack on House Atreides. And- yeah, I think, no, and I think you end it with, if it was me, right, and let's say you're going to do two movies, mm-hmm. I think you would, or three movies, or however you're going to do it, you probably don't need to do three. No, you do it in two. Uh, I I would I would I would do the split just as they meet the Freeman, right? You know that to say it's the, all the same. You, you run across that big moment with the fucking worm, the first yeah. worm, mm-hmm. and then yeah, like that's where I would split it. Yeah, you know, yeah. we'll see. I mean, I mean that's mean, where the books. Split, I mean, they have that so. last scene of the trailer is the worm chasing them, kind of like yeah. in the desert. So yeah. come we'll back see. in six years for the part two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Um, um, I think it's 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 me. Josh, it's I'm been so long. It's been so long since I requested a movie. And just like Dune, um, I'm going off of a, a movie that I, we had briefly talked about. Um, Death Becomes Her. Oh, because, my gosh. Because I haven't seen it as a gay man. And it? I know I need to. Uh, I directed by Robert Zemeckis. Just <laughs> who are we making fun of? Who, uh, who Charlie <laughs> Coffin made fun of last week in the... <laughs> So we're going to see one of his big movies from 92, you know, with Meryl Streep, uh, Bruce cool. Willis, Goldie Hawn. Cool. Isabella Rossellini. Isabella Rossellini from Big Night. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, There's a lot of dope people. So that sounds dope. It's on HBO Max. <laughs> is it? Cool. How, yeah. Sorry. Uh, how is HBO Max? I'm in Canada. We don't have it. How is it? It's fine. Ha, something that you don't have that we do. Yeah, yeah. You have your health care. You have your working <laughs> government, functional government. You have, uh, you know, uh, an open open uh, culture in cities because you guys took the pandemic seriously. But we have HBO Max, motherfucker. And that's what really matters. All right. All right. Well, yeah, the interface is OK sweet. Uh, <laughs> to answer the question seriously. No, I mean, it's fine. It's just it sucks because it, it's not on any of like it's not on Firestick. It's not on. I have 
two Roku TVs. Uh, and I wish that's I could have fucking a annoying. You know, so how is that? To, how did they not immediately have that ready to go? They, they never that's reached a annoying. deal. It's all about money, like we always say. So I have it on my PlayStation, but which is fine. Um, yeah, but that's just that's just dumb on their part. It's mm. just they'll. I'm sure at some point they'll they'll open it up. But uh. but yeah. So death becomes her next week, dude. I'm excited. I'm excited for oh, you. Stoked. I'm ex- <laughs> I told my roommate what, I'm, what we were watching. He's like, one of my favorites. I'm so excited you're going to watch it. I'm sure a lot of my friends out there are going to be like, really? You're just now watching it? <laughs> hey, better late than never, my friend. That's true. So, Brandon, you want to take us off? All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to 3M Affairs podcast on Dune. Um, nice to see Feel free to uh, add us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube, check us out anywhere that you can find podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, any random podcasting apps that you can find. We are there. So check us out, subscribe, like, tell your friends. And uh, if you have any recommendations for future movies or questions, please hit us up. We're going to start working that into our programming. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on all the, the two major ones, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can find me through the... I, I post things on my Instagram at stir underscore Joshua and Facebook about the podcast, editing and things like that. So it's been a fun time. And yeah, definitely comment. Uh, we would love movie suggestions at this point. You know, I mean, we can go through the whole list of things, but user input would be great. And keep tuned because hopefully one day we'll get a nice video streaming kind of going so mm-hmm. you guys can all participate. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Bye. All right. Thank you very much.